the controversial National Health Insurance Bill has been passed in the National Council of Provinces, bringing the proposed system closer to reality and sparking opposition from various groups. Now, Thiens de Besson, an economic researcher, the Solidarity Research Institute, joins us uh, this early evening to look into the concerns raised by Solidarity and the potential impacts on South Africa's health care systems. Well, good evening, Thiens. Good evening. Always a pleasure. Uh, Deans, we've seen that the NHI bill, of course, facing significant opposition from solidarity and not just solidarity, mind you. We've had medical professions online with us, business organizations. Uh, Can you elaborate on the key concerns the Solidarity Research Institute has raised regarding the NHI? I mean, particularly in terms of increased taxes and, and what we will get for that spend at the end of the day. Well, um, we've got many concerns, so the long list, but um, yeah, we were only to focus on the cost of the NHI. It's um, very worrying. South Africa's um, fiscal situation is already in dire straits. I mean, the um, single largest item on the South African yearly budget is the repayment of debt, and that debt is already ever-increasing. So adding another item that would, um, on top of the current health expenditure, add another um, between 200 and 300 billion to the budget um, would be ridiculous. And um, we simply cannot afford that. Um, Mm. When it comes to the impact on tax, sure, um, people who are currently contributing to medical aids um, would no longer contribute to the medical aid. But your tax increase on that would be um, likely more than what you're currently paying for medical aid. And the other extremely worrying thing is that the tax that they're proposing is a payroll tax similar to the UIF, but the UIF is a very small part of your salary that you're forced to contribute. And ultimately, you will at some point in your life probably benefit from that contribution because it's directly credited to you in the end, but the NHI would be a massive increase there. Um, we're seeing um, proposed costs of between 12 and 14 percent on your payroll tax, which means that it's a payroll tax. It's uh, applied across the board to all salary earners and um, people like minimum wage workers, for instance, who have never paid income tax would suddenly become liable for that 12 percent tax. So um, it goes against the progressive tax system where you um, pay more tax as you earn more and uh, where below a certain threshold you're exempt from income tax completely. So that Hmm. dispensation would come to an end if the NHI is introduced. So the CEO, of course, of Solidarity, Mr. Dirk Herman, uh, you know, if I, if I could understand properly, he mentioned the organization's readiness uh, to, la- to launch a full-on assault against the NHI. Well, that would obviously or might, of course, include legal action. I mean, could you sh- shed some light on the specific legal concerns and strategies that Solidarity may intend to adopt? I know it, it, it hasn't as yet, uh, you know, gone to parliament. It's still, you know, it has passed provincial. Uh, that's why we having this discussion here but um, you know what type of legal um, approach could this could could we see yeah um it has passed um parliament uh, earlier this year the ncip the national council of provinces is the last um asked to have to um approve it after which the only thing that's needed is the president's 
signature. So we're literally one step away. And the president has his own discretion. He can sign it today. He can sign it next year. He can take however long he feels he needs. Or he can, of course, send it back to Parliament um, and then start that process from scratch again if he has any concerns. And in our view, he has to have many concerns. Firstly, first of all, being the procedure that was followed, um, where according to the Constitution, any bill that makes tax propositions, as this one does, has to be um, presented to the Parliament by the Treasury. And as we know, the Treasury has their very legitimate concerns about this bill, and they did not propose it. It was proposed by the Minister of Health. So that's already procedurally incorrect, and purely on that basis, it would be um, forced back to step one, should we um, proceed with legal action, which we definitely will. Our advocates and legal team have been briefed, and as soon as the president signs it, we will um, proceed with legal action. So um, that's definitely made out and it will happen. And then secondly, um, you cannot infringe on one group's rights in order to um, advance the rights of others. There are, of course, exceptions, but in this case, um, it will definitely be detrimental to um, the right of people to choose their um, health services, and um, there's no remedy for this. And the rights of access to medical services would not be advanced in the way that they're proposing it in parliamentary debate and what we've heard yesterday at the NCOP. Because if you're currently living in an area where there's no private or public healthcare services and you're stuck with a dilapidated clinic, for instance, your um, access to healthcare would not be advanced in any way because you would still be living in an area where your closest um, hospital, for instance, is far away, there's no doctors in your area, private or public, so that would do nothing to advance your right to healthcare. Hmm. Business Unity SA, uh, or BUSA, and Business for SA, these are, of course, two, well, you know, big and respectable organizations have also expressed dissatisfaction with the NHI bill, stating it is unworkable, unimplementable, and in fact, they use the word unconstitutional. Uh, you know, is it possible that, that these business groups here, have they, in fact, petitioned the state president uh, to, to influence the future of the NHI? I mean, obviously, any bill for that matter matter has to be workable from a business point of view. Otherwise, it's going to collapse even before it, it, it takes off. What are your thoughts on that, uh, the, 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 you know, the, the role of, of big business uh, or business organizations in the future of the NHI bill? So obviously, we would need the um, buy-in of all relevant groups, um, business organizations, for instance, also did um, cost um, examinations and cost reports similar to mine and came to similar conclusions, which is that it's completely unaffordable. Um, the government can't afford it. Um, the taxpayers definitely also cannot afford it. And yeah, that's why it's um, worrying to me that some unions whose members are currently on medical aid also support this bill because it's simply unworkable. Um, yes, and to, back to your first question, I know that these um, business organizations and ourselves have um, petitioned the president. We've um, raised our concerns and raised it with them directly, um, the relevant um, 
ministries um, being out, finance, the presidency, etc., on numerous occasions, and it's all been ignored. Um, you could see it yesterday in the debate. Not one mention was made by um, ANC representatives of the worries concerning costs and the feasibility of this bill. Um, everyone's talking about the um, the um, remnants of the past being reflected in the two-tier system, but not one of those um, public representatives offered to um, give up their private medical aid because they are all currently on private medical aid, and they start, also stand to lose a lot. Hmm. I see Solidarity has in fact urged members of the parliament who support the NHI to cancel their medical aid coverage and contribute those funds to the Department of Health and use the, you know, the, 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 the department system, which obviously, as you write, Tien's, uh, none are prepared to do so, either for themselves or their loved ones as well. No, most definitely not, because um, they know firsthand. I mean, they're running it. They know how um, dysfunctional the public health system is, and... Unfortunately, the solution of the NHI would do nothing. It would rather turn um, the private healthcare system, which is not without its problems, but it would turn it simply into a mirror reflection of the public healthcare services without really advancing anything. I mean, if, to give you one other example, Canada, for instance, is extremely worried about their ratio of doctors to patients, which is um, two, almost three doctors per thousand um, um, potential patients. In South Africa, that figure is um, 0.8. It's mm. between a third and a quarter, depending on the region of um, what you see in Canada. And in Canada, they're importing doctors from anywhere, anyone would like to go, basically, because they're worried about that. I don't see any new medical schools being built. As a matter of fact, um, some private institutions who would love to train doctors are being blocked at every occasion from doing so. And um, that's the type of things that would urgently need attention and which would not improve under NHI. As a matter of fact, our research and the research by many other medical um, associations have shown that many of our doctors have said that if the NHI is implemented, they would leave the country. Hmm. Tins, finally, of course, you had mentioned that he is already sitting at the president's desk waiting for a signature. And um, I, I do recall earlier on you mentioned he could either sign it as of now or he could return it back and he could ask the people, the, 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 of the concerned authorities to, to start off all over again and give him a better, a better plan to, to, to sign in. What can be done by the general public? Or has that horse sort of bolted now when it comes to uh, public intervention? Or, or could the, the, the state president still be petitioned about various concerns that you raised in our conversation? Yes, the president could definitely still be persuaded. Otherwise, I think um, showing a way in which we've seen it already is the NCOP was supposed to vote on this bill last week and it was at the last minute it was postponed. I think it's because the president came under some pressure and just had to perhaps... Um, appease some of the detractors within his own ranks um, in the three-party alliance. Um, but that's pure specula- speculation. So um, the, until it's signed, it's not law. Um, so the president can definitely be persuaded to change his mind. And one way of doing so would be to uh, support the processes um, managed by solidarity. 
support the um, ongoing campaigns by other organizations as well. We stand united in this against the NHI, saying that fix the public health care system first, and then we can talk about um, doing anything else. Tien Zibastan, thank you so much for joining us on behalf of Solidarity with that discussion, and uh, have a good evening ahead of you, Tien. Thank you. Same to you. Well, see there, you know what, the NHI bill once again coming up under discussion. And, uh, you know, he's right there. So, uh, solidarity is, is on to something, right? We, we may not agree with any of the other policies or whatever, but this one here on the, on the NHI in particular, fix the public health care system.